Hey, what's up, guys? It's Angela Mendoza, and today we have a very special episode of the Odiclad podcast. Not only am I sitting in with Odiclad co-founders Osar Yamu and Hotterain, as usual, but we have a very special guest, uh, someone who's already part of the community, someone who's taken advantage of everything we've had to offer, that being consultant Derek Brown, who I'm very excited to talk to. Uh, we're going to do some NetSuite trivia which we haven't done before. And then we're going to get into a couple topics, including some of the jobs that these people have held over the years prior to becoming a NetSuite consultant and how those jobs have affected their work as consultants. Hope you guys enjoy. Thanks for listening. Starting out, what is up, guys? Uh, Derek, welcome in, dude. Like, uh, you know, it's normally me, Osar and Aha, just kind of chilling, talking about different things in the NetSuite sphere and whatnot and everything about our day. So we're so glad to have you in um, to talk with us today. Um, but yeah, um, we are currently in uh, the bespoke offices. Uh, at least three of us are. Osar, Derek, and I, and then Aha is uh, chilling at his house, chilling like a villain, perfectly fine. Um, yep. I'm stuck in this uh, this really crowded phone booth. Uh, oh, sorry, just gave me this this light, uh, dude. Like, there's so out. much. Did you see? Did you see my uh, yeah, least, my workspace? Yeah, it looks better. Yeah, it's it's crazy right now. I even got like uh, I just finished my drink too. Uh, but I, I wanted to start out, uh, you know, a little differently than uh, than we normally do uh, on these podcasts. Uh, so if you will. Uh, please indulge me as I introduce you guys to NetSuite Jeopardy, NetSuite Trivia to kind of get <laughs> things going here. Uh, I'm going to ask you guys just simple questions, uh, simple history questions uh, pertaining to NetSuite, and then we'll see who knows what and, uh, you know, who's the real NetSuite expert here. You guys ready to go? All right. All right. All right. All right. Yep. First question, starting out right from the beginning. Uh, what year was NetSuite founded? Mm, it was like 19, late 90s, but 98, mm -hmm. 99, something like that. I don't know the exact year. So, uh, yeah, Net, 98, I would say. God, was like, uh, <laughs> I think it's like 98 as well. It's either 98 or, yeah, yeah. Well, I do remember it was called Net Ledger back then, okay, though, okay. So, Right, you still see it initially. So I think it's around ninety-eight. Every once in a while, I think they've cleaned it all up. But yeah, you see Net Ledger. Nice, nice. Correct all the way across the board. Yep, ninety-eight. I'm gonna go with ninety-eight. Good job. Yeah, ninety-eight. Y'all, y'all got it. Really? Wow. Yeah, exactly. I'm surprised at myself right now. I mean, nobody saw. Most people didn't see it coming, but you know, back then. I mean, people are like, oh, no, I have my mainframe in the room over there. I mean, the cloud was still this, you know, this small thing that nobody was thinking about. It's only been 20 years. And now look at it. It's all over the place. 20 years. Don't say that. Shh, don't say that. 20 years. Like, <laughs> why do you say that? <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, the interesting thing actually is on that subject was I remember reading reviews of NetLedger like this was when I first started with NetSuite, right? I just got the job. So I'm like, you know, um, I didn't really know what NetSuite was. So I'm like, let me Google this thing, right? And th the reviews were horrible <laughs> for NetLedger. They were like, don't ever buy this product. It's, it's totally, you know, it's, it's not good and this and that. And then you think about it, right? Like if you think about the history of NetSuite and you see that this product for so long was like kind of not really appreciated, not really in the cloud, but they were seeing that vision. And then boom, I think it was like 2014 where like it just skyrocketed. It started to skyrocket, you know, uh, uh, adopt very, you know, quickly even before that. But around 2014 is what I noticed because I remember I started there around 2012. And then 2014 was there was like this huge spike where there were all these NetSuite jobs coming up and there was just not enough demand and everyone, you know, kind of wanted it. And then, you know, a few years after that or a few years ago, I should say, with the Oracle acquisition, I think it yeah. sped up even further now, right? When with respect to product development and all that. So it's kind of... No, sorry, no, no, I'm, no, I'm no, hijacking the, the Jeopardy I'm so here. impressed by <laughs> you guys' expertise, Angela, man. But. Like, I didn't expect that whole... Uh... <laughs> 
whole explanation there, but I totally welcome it. Well, this would be like QuickBooks. I had a client one time in the early days. He's like, well, this is like QuickBooks 2.0. And I'm like, what's 2.0? And because for a while there, a lot of cus- customers would, you know, do, they would go, they would be in growth pattern. So they would start off on QuickBooks and they would upgrade to a, a bigger system. They go to NetSuite. Um, but NetSuite's so much more than that now, right? I mean, we all know that, right? Oracle acquisition, they're investing so much in R&D, all these data centers, the functionality has exploded, all this stuff that, you know, how deep it is now. But I remember, wow. I've been in the world, this world for a long time where I remember, yeah, back in the day, it was, you know, it was like, what, CRM, accounting, and some basic inventory, right? So it wasn't, there. Was, it, 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 it just kept on building, kept, kept on getting customers on the platform. It's amazing. That's crazy, yeah. Uh, just how far you've grown. I mean, uh, not to put you guys on the spot, but y'all are old, man. Let me tell you. Oh, no. uh, but uh, <laughs> bringing it, uh, I, I think aha, uh-huh, what you brought up as far as the acquisition goes, uh, actually segues perfectly into this next question. Another year, another year. Uh, but what year was Netsuite officially acquired by Oracle? 2017. Cool. Okay, 2017. That's Osar's. Uh, Osar's answer. Years ago. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I'm, I'm gonna go with 2018, Derek, any, but any I think it's around that time. Yeah, let's say, let's say 2017. Okay, okay, 2017. You guys were really, really close, but it's actually 2016. Oh, the end of 2016. Oh, yeah, the end of 2016. Oh, yeah, really? yeah, Price is right. I should yeah. have like picked wow. the lower one because those are had 2017. <laughs> <laughs> True, true. <laughs> yeah, end of the year 2016. True. Yeah, yeah. I think it was uh, November 2016. Yeah. Uh, what it was. Um, but uh, who was the founder of Netsuite? Do you guys remember his name? Zach Nelson. No, the founder was. No, it was Evan. CEO. He's it was. E- oh yeah. Evan's still around. Um, Evan Goldberg's still around. Evan Goldberg. Evan Goldberg? Evan, Evan Goldberg. Evan Goldberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Evan Goldberg. He's still the guy, man. You know, he's like, yeah, yeah. yeah doing his keynotes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he is, man. I think I think he visited the NetSuite office once, and everyone was like, man, like this guy is super smart. I mean, I think what he uh, he has like a, ma- a math major from Harvard or something like that, right? When he started working on this or or coding this this product. Um, but uh, very interesting. Like I, I only met him, yeah. I think, Fun once fact. out there. So he but, actually uh, had this an idea guy. when he was working at Oracle to build this ERP on cloud. So he pitched it. Now basically went to Oracle's oh. boss and pitched this idea to him. And they said, ah, you know, it wasn't going to work. It was cloud stuff. So he left Oracle, right? He left Oracle, built NetSuite completely on his own, right? And a couple of years back, you know, I think maybe uh, like 20 years minus three, whatever, couple of years after building NetSuite, Oracle came back and acquired NetSuite for, I think 11, I'm not sure how many billion dollars Oracle acquired NetSuite for, but it was an insane amount of money. So, but mm-hmm. this idea was first, it first was first emerged out of yeah. Oracle, but, it didn't, mm-hmm. but no one supported it and he went out of it, built it and bring back NetSuite, but for more cash. <laughs> so right. that was a quite interesting story though. Nine point yeah. exactly. Yeah, exactly. nine point three billion. <laughs> it's like, guys, you just Google that. That was one of the questions. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <snap. laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry. I'll uh, I'll, I'll disable my <laughs> Google search for I that. I remember the day. Well, actually, okay. So, I mean, I remember the day that it was announced, and I was because I was in consulting at the time. I, I worked in NetSuite Partner. And um, one of my colleagues, yeah. he, he actually, um, his office is across the hall. And he told me one day, it was like a year before the acquisition, he's like, what if uh, NetSuite gets acquired by Oracle or something? You think it's going to happen? He told me that. It was like yeah. through lunch or something like that. And I was like, I don't know, man. Maybe um, some other big company would, would buy him up. Or maybe they just keep on growing. You know, they're already a public company. Mm-hmm. They're, they're public before the Oracle acquisition. And um, anyways, and then the day it came out, I, I heard on like NPR or something, or I saw the press release. So I sent it to him. And I'm like, you were right. You totally nailed, the, <laughs> nailed this one. And um, it, it, I mean, it, maybe it was a natural fit though, because yeah. I think OSR that he got, Evan got uh, initial funding from Larry Ellison. So, yeah. so, so Larry Ellison had a stake in this as well, because he probably saw that vision of the cloud 
that all the you know some of these visionaries back in the 90s saw and was like let's 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 just see what this experiment will, will happen we'll see what happens right and then um i think he you know he was a, a big owner of netsuite so interesting that oracle bought them back out because it's kind of like buying his piece back you know? yeah but you know <laughs> this but, original yeah, investment but I, I think it makes sense though because it's tough when you're in a big corporation at oracle to innovate right you have so many people to convince so many mm -hmm. things to move around so sometimes it's just easy just to get out of it <laughs> try something fail restart and it's easy yeah. to, to iterate very quickly out of the you know the big machine of oracle mm -hmm. and come to a better product as if you're going to build that within oracle right so yeah it totally makes sense yeah, and I think Oracle already had, yeah. I mean, they had a cloud offering too. It just didn't, I mean, I, I don't I don't think it picked up as much. Um, and, you know, NetSuite on the other hand was, I mean, I, I know it started off again with, with, a, with a rough road, but it, um, it skyrocketed pretty quickly thereafter. And so when uh, I think like Oracle's thing is, you know, they're more product oriented, right? Whereas NetSuite was not just a product, but they were also doing, they, were, they basically have professional services too in-house until, you know, partner shops started popping up and, and doing implementations, you know, once they built up the, the expertise. But initially it was basically NetSuite doing uh, and, and not, not just the product, but also installing the product for, for its clients. Yeah. Uh, does anyone remember I, the old I UI? I've seen like some screenshots on, on <laughs> Google, Before they Google image. <laughs> oh man. That, so actually when the first, when they first changed the UI, I hope that's not a question because I don't I actually don't remember what year they changed it, <laughs> Angelo. But when they changed the UI at first, and it hasn't been changed since, I was actually so annoyed by it because you had to like scroll. There were like all these columns, and now you had to scroll from like left all the way to the right. And there's like you know like thirty columns to go through. It just became like way more uh, boxy or bulkier um, versus like you know you go into Salesforce or some of these other platforms and it just looks so much nicer and so much more fluid. Yeah. So like, come on, man, this is such a massive company, but their UI is not that great. And so I was actually very used to the old UI, but at least yeah. they didn't change all their like menu options and their locations because if that happened, then you know I would have to relearn everything. Mm -hmm. All they really changed was kind of like the look and feel of it. But the old UI was very you know uh, I can see why they made that made that update because the old yeah. UI was funny for uh, cloud, you know, not for not good looking product, at all. You were super ugly. I mean, the fact that you have like <laughs> Salesforce cloud product, they give you like, you know, here, here's, the, you know here's the bar, right? And NetSuite just basically went below that because even being a cloud product, I didn't understand why they just basically built the UI as they were building something like, you know, like AS400 or something like that. You feel like they probably <laughs> didn't put too much money on the design, but just money yeah. infrastructure. But yeah, that was funny. So next question, Angelo, always been, see. Um, Salesforce has yeah. always been, it's always been the sexier product. Yeah, I've yeah. always thought. Mm, yeah. And, you know, I've dealt with tons of clients where I'm like, they're like, oh, I need an integration between NetSuite to Salesforce. Oh, well, do you know that NetSuite has a CRM? Oh, no, but no, hold no. on. <laughs> Salesforce does all this stuff. <laughs> we need an integration between the two because our sales team loves Salesforce yeah. and we tried to get them on NetSuite. And it, yeah, so... Yeah, uh, I, I know that NetSuite's trying to improve that piece, but it's it's been a it's, it's been a, a challenge. I mean, I, there's a lot of customers that I think mm -hmm. are on both platforms. Yeah, yeah. I mean, only accountants can actually deal with NetSuite. Salespeople are like, ah, I don't want, I don't even want to see that screen. <laughs> Just <laughs> yeah. figure out a way that I never have to go into that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next question. Uh, what year did they update the UI? Nah, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, no, uh, for any potential clients that might be listening, doubtful, but if anyone out there is listening right now and that wants to add, you know, this community as, uh, you know, their clients, I mean, the thing is, is that I had 10 questions listed. Oh my God. These guys have already gone through five of the unanswered questions <laughs> by themselves. Just talking about the history of net. These guys know their stuff. Uh, I mean, if this isn't a stamp of approval, I mean, I don't know what is. Um, but I actually have uh, two curveball questions for you guys. Um, I found this, uh, looking up fun facts about NetSuite. Um, in 2007, prior to the Oracle acquisition, NetSuite had appointed the general manager of the Oakland A's to their board of director, uh, directors. What was his name? Say it again. So 2017, you meant. Yeah, prior uh, to, no, 2007, Seven. prior to the Oracle, yeah, prior to the Oracle acquisition, NetSuite had appointed the general manager of the Oakland A's to their board of directors. A's. What is his oh, name? Oh yes, uh, it's the um, there was a movie on this guy. There was. There was a movie. On this guy. Billy, Billy, Billy Bean or something. What? 
Billy Bean, yes, yeah, there, yes. there, got that one. I'm right not up. even a baseball guy. The funny, I don't oh, play baseball. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know, yeah, I didn't know he was on the board though. I, I, I never knew that yeah. fun fact. That's yeah. interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah it was wild, and that's we did this whole um, campaign about it. This whole ad campaign. Oh, we robbed Billy Bean and Moneyball. Yeah, you know, Moneyball. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Moneyball. They probably run yeah. NetSuite. I know the Golden State Warriors run NetSuite as yeah. their yep. accounting yeah. system. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then lastly, the last question I wanted to end with right now is what is the name of the best NetSuite community in the world? That's a tough one. No, that's so easy. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, man. Go Any answers? Any, answer Any guesses? Oh, uh, I, I, yeah, I think it's probably. Is it cloud in there? Oh, man. I can't remember. There's cloud in it. There's definitely cloud. Maybe. No, yeah. there's, there's Maybe. definitely cloud in there. Yeah, give it a shot. Oh, man. Yeah. It's like on demand experts. Something, yeah. Something, experts, like something like that. Yeah. yeah. Close, actually, close. the guy on the screen, I think he's in the chat window on the website, actually. <laughs> when I go to that website, he always pops up and says, Hey, can I help you with something? That guy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Who's yeah. that guy? <laughs> yeah. I'm, Angela, I think uh, I'll, I'll just say, I'm not sure, but I'll just say OD Cloud. Is that, mm. is that a good answer? Yeah. Other cloud, everyone says other cloud. Yeah, yeah, close, pretty close. It was the Miami NetSuite user okay. group. Miami NetSuite user group. <laughs> 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 Who are those guys? <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 I'm just kidding. Uh, we love Odicloud here. Uh, we are part of Odicloud. So, I mean, uh, thank you guys for indulging me with that uh, little warm up, that little icebreaker there. Um, but I do want to get into uh, one of the topics uh, that was inspired by Derek. Derek and I had a conversation earlier uh, about his past as a waiter, I believe, is what you said, Derek, right? Um, but uh, my question to you guys to start off the conversation is uh, you know, what jobs did you have? before you even got into NetSuite, you know, and how did those skills that you learned on the job kind of translate into being consultant? I mean, Derek, I, I would love for you to start. Uh, what you said in yeah, the boardroom was great. I can talk a little bit about that. You know, the, the traditional answer would be something like, oh, I used to be a consultant and a NetSuite partner. I, and this is all true for me. I used to be in a materials management role. I used to actually uh, be in a, you know, understand the constraints put on you within that role work at a company that does actual manufacturing, has inventory, uh, is running NetSuite. <clears throat> so I've been in that end user standpoint. But the funny thing is, one of the jobs that prepared me the most for being a consultant um, is that waiter position, because you know the analogy I always give is, well, I had to go and serve all these different tables and I had to remember in my head that, oh, so-and-so needs that water filled and they need their check. And you know, part of Consulting is not just the skills that you bring to the table, you know, like, hey, I know how to um, build this functionality. I can translate those business requirements into functionality. There's a big customer service element in terms of keeping that customer um, happy with, you know, the, the progress you're making and the results you're getting. But any consultant is not just going to have one customer. You're going to have maybe five or six customers. And, and so the the hard part, one of the, one of the hard parts is juggling all that. And so being in that waiter, I always think back to that analogy of, well, back in the day, you know, that's like a long time ago. I was like 18 years old, right? And I had to be really good at managing a lot of those priorities and different tasks. And so so you learn skills with that that I think carried over into, um, you know, me as a consultant on the platform, and it's really helped me help me grow within that. Nice, nice. I, I definitely want to pass the question over to Hados or whoever wants to answer the question. I can go first. Um, yeah. So I mean, <clears throat> so I mean, are you referring to kind of like our 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 um, skill set? Can you repeat the question for me, Angela, if you don't mind? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, what jobs did you hold before before being a NetSuite consultant, and how did those, I, those skills that you developed kind of? Translate? I think so. My journey was a little bit different because. So I am, uh, I'm originally South Asian. So we only have three professions that our parents encourage us to go into <laughs> doctor, lawyer, engineer, you know what I mean? So I, think, so I was going down the lawyer route. So I was studying for my LSAT, you know, I was, uh, I, I got a couple of acceptances, but then I was working at a law firm and I'm like, man, this guy's life is not the kind of life I want to lead. Cause you know, he's working like long hours and he's even there Saturdays and Sundays and his kids come to see him at work. 
And, uh, you know, he was gaining a lot of success, but I'm like, man, that's not like the lifestyle that I want to, that I, that I want to live. Uh, but you know, and, and I didn't truly enjoy it right at that point in time, but it was interesting because I was just really good with computers. So I was just like really good with understanding software. And, uh, ironically, even though I was at this, uh, at this firm, they tasked me with saying, Hey, Ahad, we're going completely paperless. And this was back in 2012. 2011. So these guys were well ahead of their time as a law firm, right? Um, they're a pretty big law firm here in Canada now, but they were going for, they're like, we want you to take all of, like, we're buying a commercial grade scanner. Um, and we want you to basically t- help take us completely paperless. So um, what, um, what I was tasked with essentially was learning the software and scanning all these documents and basically preparing this like online database um uh for them um that was also uh hosted in the cloud and um you know i took that project on and completed it from start to finish which was which was pretty interesting and i realized that i was just naturally good at this but that wasn't you know uh why i pursued something in netsuite um i at the same time while i was there right like just giving kind of like a background of how I ended up at NetSuite, but I had found it. There was an internship internship opportunity with NetSuite where they had literally like um, after I got in into this because we had to do an exam, we had to do about two or three interviews. It was like a full day worth of interviews you had to do, and then they told us they're like we reviewed two hundred resumes, we interviewed about like twenty people, and we we uh, are going with fourteen of those people for this three month internship, and of that we're going to keep ten. So somehow I made it to that 10. <laughs> I don't know how, but I just went through one process after the next and I made it to that 10 where I got that full-time employment with them. And I, I guess it was because of those skills that I had in the past, right? So I had worked previously in deploying technology in different ways. Like I had worked with like my, you know, my father had a publishing company and he used to do a lot of like, um, you know, a- advertisement design. So I had to learn Photoshop and like Cork Express and Adobe Illustrator and all these things that I, you know, a lot of kids are like outside doing other stuff and I'm like <laughs> learning how to Photoshop stuff. You know what I mean? But it was a valuable skill because I feel like it wasn't necessarily knowing how to use Photoshop, but it's like knowing how to go into a completely new environment, know nothing about it and go through help articles and learn it and be able to, you know, get that result or watch some videos and figure something out on your own. That's basically the skill set that you need as a, uh, to be a successful consultant is, mm-hmm. is, is you're not going to know everything. You, you have to be comfortable with going in uh, and meeting with a client and knowing that you're not going to know everything and you just have to be able to still gain their trust, gain their confidence and tell them that you'll figure it out. That doesn't always work out because, you know, some, some um, um, just depends on the client. Some clients expect you to have a certain level of knowledge or a certain level of skill set, and they take a lack of response or something as um, a lack of understanding or confidence. And that's not always the case because there's no one, you know, one of the reasons uh, we have Cloud as a platform is because there's no one person that'll know everything. You know, and having multiple perspectives only helps to bring you to a, a better solution and promotes learning and growth. So I think basically it was that skill set uh, that allowed me to kind of dive more successfully into the consulting realm. Long answer. Yeah. No, no, no. That, that's a perfect answer. Yeah, we, we, we love the, those kinds of answers here on the podcast. Let me tell you. And and trust me, I, I definitely know what you're talking about when you, you made the South South Asian comment, man, you know, can you imagine when my parents were like, oh, you want to be a doctor, you know, an engineer, a lawyer? And I was like, writer. (laughs) (laughs) I was immediately disowned from that point. I had to earn my my parents' love back, man. Uh, But Osar, um, yeah, same question. Yeah, I think for me, probably follow the same same thing as Derek just mentioned. I think before I actually started consulting, one of the skills I actually use the most in this business it's more of the people skills and people skills in the sense that even growing up, I loved putting parties together. Like think of when I was in high school, right? Every parties, I was the person, you know, building the playlist because I hate when parties don't have a playlist when, you know, the, the, the group is just hot, it's just off. I like building the ambience. I was the one coming up with, you know, party themes. Uh, you know, I was always the guy saying, okay, it's a birthday party for some guy. Let's put a party together. Even, even if the guy that, that has the birthday party, they don't want to party. Doesn't matter. Just that's just an excuse just to get something together, right? So <laughs> I was always the party guy in every class, every every grade I was in uh, in high school, going to university. So when I started working, I was actually I started working finance, my first job, right? So I was in uh, controlling, 
working at the, you know, in the, in the finance team. And it was just kind of, you know, every month you repeat the process, kind of individual kind of work. You have your reports to build and stuff like that. At the same time, there was a SAP implementation project going on at the same time I was working in that company. And it was, you know, a group of people of my age, young, and it was like this project team. They had this little thing they have within themselves. And we, as the people of the company, uh, employees, were probably were like kind of left out. It was like the consultants had their own thing going on. It was fun. And, and we have, you know, we, the employees, were kind of left out of that. I said, okay, those guys seem to have something going on, which is kind of core because they always struggle together. But once they finish the project, they all kind of partying together. So I said, okay, I want to be part of that group. <laughs> so, so I think it was three months, four months after my first official job, I resigned to become a consultant. And up to today, the aspect I like the most about this job is just the team approach to it, right? The people approach to it. I'm probably the least technical person in technology ever. <laughs> like, honestly, I'm the lowest, I'm the low code consultant. Right? Honestly, I've never, I, I, I try not to see code, like look at code anytime. I don't want to get into you know, the complexity of configuring NetSuite. I just like building teams and just kind of, you know, getting that group together, thinking of the fun stuff that we can do together. And also kind of making sure people, people actually have ways to perform uh, on their own level, right? Because not everyone has the same expertise, but I try to see in every person, like, well, what can this guy do better than anyone else, right? And put them yeah. in that position to actually succeed. Succeed. So that's one thing I learned from my party days <laughs> is really making sure the guy that's not a very good dancer, but put him in a position where the, where the two moves is going to make that night is going to make him shine, right? So mm -hmm. that's kind of what I took from my past life and bringing, bring, bring that into, into consulting, basically. So kind of following the same thing as the director said, very customer service, but more on the on the team side, not on the client side, but more on the consulting team side. I would say, All right? Yeah, that's. A, I wanted to even elaborate a little further too, because you know, when I first got into consulting, I would, I you know, I and I had really great mentors in the early days, and I when I first started, I knew that I knew Netsuite, and I and I came from that world, and when I first came into consulting. I would, you know, just focus on the system. Here's what the system can do and you can do this and you can do that. Mm -hmm. And what I grew and I, you know, I had to grow in this area was the people side of it. You have to really understand your customer, understand their business process, understand the personalities, politics. You have to yeah. kind of understand all that. It's because it's very, very important to getting that customer from start to finish if you don't right. understand some of those dynamics that's where i see other consultants struggle because they're only focusing on what the system can do and i'm like hold on take a step back there's context here that you got to pick up on there's a nuance of how that customer how the customer said this mm -hmm. um, that people side is very important and i don't know if really anything in school really taught me that aspect yeah. <laughs> but, but but my past experiences of life and the people that I've met and the people that have um, mentored me and I'm friends with and just professionally I've known, they've taught me those skills over time um, to really you know, move to that to that next level. So that it took some time to really understand that. But once I understood this is a people business, it's a, you know, it, it's NetSuite only does things if you have people that have a process and they know how to follow it. So I just wanted to echo that because I thought it was a really good point. Yeah. And also one point kind of following up on what I had mentioned about being able to learn something new like very quickly. Like as I had picked up Photoshop when it was like, you know, young age yeah. when everyone was playing second, like, you know, everyone was playing, playing outside, doing, all this, doing some other stuff, playing video games. I yeah. picked up something that probably no one knew about. <laughs> so I think that's that that aspect as well, like not everything that you're gonna do, like you don't know what you're gonna, like every project is different. Every client yeah. work is always gonna be different. There's no book out there that tells you, here's what you need to do. You know, it's NetSuite, SAPs all across the board. So you always have to be creative at some point. I always have to quickly learn. When I started working with NetSuite, I barely had like five minutes of knowledge think of my client I'm, I'm on a call with my client right mm -hmm. they're asking me a question the knowledge i have with them is basically five minute delay like i learned something that i'm teaching them like five minutes after <laughs> so that was that's how i started netsuite you know i basically learned this stuff just before the meeting and now i'm teaching the guy how to do it right and you have to repeat that very quickly and that's something that you don't learn once you start doing consulting you have to basically build that skill set outside how do you learn quickly and be a professor in the next call, right? 
that's one thing I think I had probably took from that past experience of, you know, picking up tasks and figuring out, figuring out the best way to go about it. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Be fast on your feet for sure. Ahad, any follow-up? Yeah, no, I mean, uh, I, um, Ozar is absolutely right. I mean, I, I remember, <laughs> I mean, I still had a social life, but I still had to manage these other, other aspects where I had to sacrifice a lot of things to kind of, uh, you know, support my family business. But now, you know, at the, at the moment you think this is like the worst thing ever. Right. But now I look back at it and I'm like, kind of grateful because I learned a lot of things that a lot of other people don't know, um, both good and bad because Photoshop, although, you know, I learned a lot of good stuff and a lot of other stuff on Photoshop too, <laughs> you know, so, uh, but it's, 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 um, it's good because it also teaches you uh, business acumen, right? Like I didn't know how to deal with with uh people just in general like I, I think it's a lot of kids these days especially now more than ever but i used to hate picking up the phone and calling someone or even cold calling right like and i think a lot of people even now they they don't like cold calling but mm. when you do that you know you get you get turned down you go in with a proposal for someone or whatever it is um for business and you get turned down that the more comfortable you get with that you know at, at, a, at a at an earlier stage the better you know so i always find it um uh, very useful now that now basically I don't you know it doesn't it doesn't really face me if I don't get it if I get a rejection or whatever else at least like you know I tried and put myself uh, out there versus uh, you know not taking any action at all because you're afraid of getting uh, you know rejected is 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 not going to produce anything either so uh, I think that that um, that ability right and that and, and I mean what are we really doing if we're not you know even in the NetSuite realm or as a consultant, you're essentially selling your solution to the client, whatever it is, you have to, right? If they don't, if they're not buying, uh, basically, they're not really just saying, okay, you know, we're hiring this firm, they're hiring you as an individual and as a person, right? A lot of the times, like, um, you know, uh, in order to close a deal, like, uh, one of my consultancies would bring me in and say, hey, this is one of the guys that, uh, you know, is, uh, is a manager with us, uh, he'll tell you about how he'll manage the project. And I would tell them, I'm like, guys, yeah, sure. Sure. I'll come in and I'll talk about it, how I'm going to manage the project, but don't make me manager of this project. If the client ends up <laughs> suggesting that, because I can't yeah. take this yeah. work. Yeah. And yeah. almost, I think it was almost a hundred percent of the time they would come back and say, we want a hot managing this project. Yeah. <laughs> Can we please get a hot managing this project? And I'm like, crap because you do yeah. such a good job at selling that now they want you to be the main guy right that's a good like, thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a good thing but i'm like i got too much stuff on my plate how much how many more projects can i manage but yeah, yeah. It, it is a good thing uh, you know it's, it's a rewarding feeling um to know that you know you can build that level of confidence and that you know you're you're um you're able to communicate that well with with someone on the other side and not just understand their issues but uh give them a viable solution so yeah um I used to mentor um, new consultants coming in to, to like the company past companies I worked at. And um, you know, they would be like, well, let me send the client an email or let me do this. Or and it's a brand new client. Right. And I would always be like, no, pick, you got to pick up the phone. Oh, yeah. You got the way you build human relationship is in person or over, you know, over the phone. Once you have a relationship and they know who you are and they know you can deliver and you can, you know, get results for them. Um, then, you know, then you can, then you have things like you can send an email, you can have, you know, nowadays we all have different chat platforms that we're even talking to our clients on. Um, but I used to always tell the, the um, people I would be mentoring, like the junior consultants, I'm like, you need to, you got to establish trust with your client first before you jump too much into um, the, the solution. You got to actually work through that. And that's very, very important, that trust it's just like any other human relationship, a business relationship is also just people talking to each other. Um, but I think that's, that's really important. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys for, for everything that you guys just said. I mean, uh, this conversation has been going really well. And uh, unfortunately, you know, I set my phone to silent, but uh, that alarm was actually to alert me that we have 15 minutes left on this conversation. Um, so uh, I definitely want to kind of wind down and, and step away from NetSuite. If you guys want to, you guys can continue talking about NetSuite and, and whatnot. But, uh, you know, um, any questions that you guys want to kind of ask each other, uh, I want to open the floor and, and lead that guys or lead that to you guys. I think just quickly kind of, uh, for me, this is a special podcast because we have Derek on, uh, with us today. So it's uh, pretty different yeah. from the format we have. I definitely want to give, you know, the, uh, the scene to Derek right now. Just kind of 
tell us a little bit what your life has been over the past. I just say, you know, we had COVID have happened. You have a new kind of career started a few months ago, uh, a few weeks ago, actually. <laughs> it felt like a month, it felt like almost a month ago, but it's just been a few weeks since you transitioned transition to a new uh, career path. So yeah, tell us what your year has been, uh, you know, over the past few months. Yeah. It's been, um, yeah. it's definitely been an adventure. So, well, yeah, so we met, was it a couple months? It's only been, yeah, it feels like a, it felt like a long time. <laughs> but it's only, <laughs> it's only been, been a month, couple, I think. <laughs> it hasn't really been that long, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, so, so my background, so I come, um, you know, I, I actually have my, my degrees in chemical engineering. <laughs> yeah, I work in this, I, I moved into the IT world <laughs> over a long time ago, but you know, so I worked at um, I worked at a company that was on NetSuite. I had multiple jobs within that company, uh, within management, a lot of supply chain and manufacturing. Um, and then, you know, I eventually hit a point where I actually had a love and an interest in this whole NetSuite world. I didn't even know anything about it. And I, you know, sometimes you um, gravitate towards things that you're interested in or you have a passion about. And it's like a natural thing. You just like notice you're doing it naturally. And you enjoy that, um, those kind of, um, those kind of, that kind of work, right? You enjoy solving those kind of problems. So I naturally kind of gravitate towards this kind of work because I liked solving problems and I liked working with people. Um, and this kind of work gave me that opportunity. Um, so long story short, I um, eventually started working at a NetSuite partner and they, and they took a chance on me. I mean, they took a chance for me to I'd never been a consultant before. So I had all that stuff I was mentioning earlier. I had to learn all that and I had to make mistakes and I had to, you know, learn the best way to really engage with a client and, and get results and, and really help them move to the next level. Um, so then I worked at um, that consultant, that consulting company. Um, and then I worked at another consulting company um, after that. So I, I worked in the whole, uh, I call it the corporate, you know, consulting world. I've been through, you know, I guess I always tell people I've been around the block. I've been through enough go lives to know, you know, what you look out for to make sure that things go smoothly um, and things, you, you know, I call it battle wounds or just like I have like these habits that I built up that are healthy habits that any good consultant gets over time of working through a project, right? Because you have to actually experience things negative or positive in your life. And that's how you get real experiences of like the proper way to execute on something. Um, so eventually I hit a point where, you know, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to do this consulting long term. And, you know, it, I, you know, I, you kind of hit this point where you're trying to figure out what you want to do. Maybe I'm still always trying to figure out what I want to do, actually, in life. Right. <laughs> um, so anyways, I, I went back to industry and I worked in industry and I felt over I did this soul searching and over time I was like well, you know I actually love I actually love those problems that you had in consulting I loved um, the complexity of the different client um, problems that they like you know things that they would have like different business cases and you get to work on different clients and so eventually it hit a point where you know maybe I could do this on my own right maybe I could go on my own and I didn't understand what that would really be but I had an opportunity that was in front of me and I and I pursued it and that one opportunity led into other opportunities and that you know those opportunities led into other opportunities and I'm a very sociable person so it's always pretty natural for me to pick up the phone and call somebody um, but it, but then I decided to join the um, I, I saw this ODE cloud community I think I saw this podcast and I saw some other people that I knew for years and that's when I'm like, what is this all, all this about? I had no idea. And um, so anyways, there's a there's a guy that I've worked with for years. And um, and I noticed that he was on this podcast. And I knew that I was like, well, maybe he knows this guy. Oh, sorry. I didn't know. I saw Osar on the website. And so I reached out to him on LinkedIn. And he's like, oh, yeah, of course, I'll connect you with Osar. Well, it turns out that he knew Osar really, really well. And I, I didn't know that. I just thought he just, you know, knew each new Osar from the, from this group. So it, it's, um, so Osar and, Osar and I had initial conversation. That was at the point where I was starting out, but I was still uh, very small. So I had a lot of questions and I needed mentorship and I just had, I had a couple of clients. Um, but then, you know, he, you know, it was that, that one phone call was very important to just 
helping me understand like, oh my God, there's all this whole world out here I didn't even know existed. And then, you know, I'm taking information that I'm gaining and I keep, I'll ask questions and keep on understanding that. Um, and then I, you know, kept on growing. So eventually I had a point where um, I was able to be like, hey, I can, I can quit the, the day job. I can go on my own. I can be 100% um, self-employed and it, and it felt really good. I never thought I'd hit that point, uh, but there was, um, but it was always a um, desire of mine. It was always an interest in mine to go and pursue that path, right? But, you know, just like most people, um, people like stability and like a steady paycheck and things like that. Um, but then even joining the community, I was able to learn there's ways you can do that when you start your own business. There's ways you can do that on your own. Um, and more importantly, I was used to working as a team, right? So just like we're all talking about in this, um, in this podcast here, uh, we solve problems as a team, right? So we're, we're, you have a frontline person that's working with the customer and they're doing those business requirements. But at the end of the day, we all can't solve every problem on our own, right? And so I knew that I needed a community of people. And so, so when I joined this group, I was like, it was like this Zen moment where I'm like, oh my God, I found this group of people that, you know, I can talk to when I need help with like development efforts. I need help with, I need to bounce an idea off another consultant. And, and then, um, but it's amazing how many people I've met through this community that will reach out to me, or maybe I reach out to them and it's, yeah, like I said, it seems like it's been like five years, but it's only been like this year. It's only been 2021. Yep. And, you know, I started, I started going on my own in 2020. So then I started with, you know, I, I had my own customers that I was working with. And then, so I, you know, it, I think the moral of the story is you can't do anything. You got to have a team of people that you work with. You got to have other people that you call up when you're in need of something. And in anything in life, you know, like in consulting or you're starting a business or you're doing something new, you need people, and you need a community of people. So ODE Cloud is, you know, there's a lot that the community does. And there's just like that stickiness, I think, within the community that I really love where there's not this, um, like I have a question, I can go to the Slack community and I can ask a question. And there's, there's, um, and, and there's people that are willing to help you solve that problem or willing to offer their expertise. That can be hard to find in a consulting world because consultants are used to um, charging for their time, charging for their solutions, charging for their knowledge. And, and, but everybody I've worked with, you know, it's, it's, it's um, I love it. It's almost like I'm, I'm working with, um, you know, friends and I'm working with other professionals. There's not, you don't always have that corporate <laughs> barriers <laughs> that you have to go through. And I think that, um, you know, it's like, we can all be casual and solve the customer problem, work together. There's, you know, no egos, you know, none of that stuff. It's just like, we're all here to solve the customer problem. We're here to bring that expertise to the customer of all these years that we have. Um, so hopefully that answers your question, but yeah, that's that's yeah. been my journey that I've been, I've been going through, so. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I think out of everyone that joined recently, you you've probably explored all the all the things we're trying to build with this community, right? There is the, you know, the support aspect. There is the business aspect because you're also able to get jobs out of OD Cloud. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know, you've, you've probably, I mean, honestly, your engagement has been crazy. I mean, we get people in this community, take some time to warm up and they start getting it. But you, I think from our first discussion, you were, I mean, it felt like, you already knew that what this is what you wanted. But again, I think mm -hmm. once you get into the community, you see other things that you can really benefit from, but you took advantage of everything. <laughs> Honestly, I, I wish everyone would, would actually see everything that you've seen, that you've seen so far, because yeah. it's not just the community and support aspect. There, there are other things. Mm -hmm. This podcast, for example, is one aspect that we, that we value a lot because it gives you a chance to tell your story and, you know, just have, you know, this platform to also tell who you are as a person, as a consultant, uh, mm -hmm. Give advice to other people thinking about following the same path, but you've uh, you've taken you've, you've taken advantage of all this stuff. We've spent like months <laughs> designing, thinking about crafting, yeah. and I think it's good that you, you know also well, it was like a, um, is good. It, it was it was probably built up over some time because I started so I started I started um, uh, freelancing on my own in 2020, but it was very small. It was just on the side, right? Yeah. And so you know, with that, 
um at first it was just like oh this is nice it's something to do on the mm -hmm. side and it's it's a it, but i and i started finding that i really enjoyed it i'm like i yeah. never i actually am enjoying consulting again I never, yep. <laughs> and um and i you know because at the end of the day i i i love the customer aspect of consulting i love the people aspect and i love solving their problem and you know getting and really helping that company move to the next level i always love that aspect of consulting you know and and just so so i gravitated back to consulting and i think i had just had this um all this all these questions and then here i am i found i remember when i found the community i was like telling all my other friends i'm like oh my god i found this community it's great like I, and then so i, I like just you know, something this is no, not no. Cost, <laughs> um it's you know and then so i but that's just the way i think i am like once yeah. i'm into something new then i'm like oh i need to try every little small thing yeah to fully understand it and um so it's been it's been a nice journey but yeah it feels like it's been five years but I, so I, I think i'm just being myself this is the way i am yeah. you know in terms of like just getting fully immersed and like yeah. trying to absorb whatever i can but thanks for the feedback because you know we work hard at you know kind of crafting what is uh, the experience would be as people join our community we don't always get someone that experience all of it i can give a feedback mm -hmm. that you just did so Thank you so much for you know for the feedback because honestly we are we all I mean I was also there a couple of years ago, thinking about quitting my job, going full time freelancing. It was hard, you know. Like when I started, I didn't have any of these resources available, and I, and I wish mm -hmm. I did at that time would have been, it would have been a faster transition at that time. But uh, yeah, we all our consultants are the same. <laughs> Went through this kind of journey on its own. I, I mean, being a consultant actually helps you think of a community of consultants a bit differently than mm -hmm. other communities out there because you've been there as well. So you know exactly what would have helped you in the past and you kind of try to bring that, bring that forward. But yeah, honestly, it's been, no, it's been amazing to have you here, man. It's a, uh, uh, we talk internally. I mean, I think your name comes up in any discussion, almost in every discussion oh, awesome. we have. Us. <laughs> so I think I can take maybe a few moments here to talk about it as well. Go ahead, Ad. Yeah, no, definitely. No, I appreciate having you here. And I, I mean, um, uh, I agree. You know, it's a, it's challenging, and I think what we're what we're doing is providing more of um, a little more cushion for people that are looking to take that leap, but not really sure where to begin, not really sure you know how to even do it, because anyone can literally do it and achieve a lot of uh, autonomy, a lot of flexibility and stability from this. But most don't really dive into that until you know seven or eight or even ten years into their career when they realize, okay, you know what. I have a family now, I have other, you know, it's not always about just working, you know, uh, 10, 12 hour days or whatever else it may be when there's a go live or whatever, you kind of want to manage your own projects, manage your own clients. And, you know, the the one, the last thing you want to worry about is, hey, where, where am I, how am I going to pay rent? You know, where am I going to get my next project from or how is that going to work out? Um, so I really think one of the key things that, I, and the interesting thing is, Derek, you're a special case because you've actually dove into multiple uh, streams of revenue <laughs> already, right? <laughs> Not just like working with us as a, as a uh, freelancer, as a, as a uh, core consultant that's leading engagements here um, and getting to know the team, but you're also, uh, you know, kind of seeing what other, uh, you know, benefits we can provide. And we're always looking to find more ways to help people like yourself and other people out. So always, you know, open to feedback and all that. Uh, but yeah, all in all, I think, uh, you know, uh, glad to, to have you be a part of this. And I'm looking forward to hopefully having more sessions with you, Derek, yep. <laughs> on here as we grow and, uh, and, uh, and make some updates and seeing some acceleration on our, on our platform too, which is something that we'll discuss. We had a discussion on this actually this week uh, already uh, with Angelo, but we need uh, feedback from people like yourself, uh, Rena, um, uh, others that are that are going to provide us with, uh, you know, what we're trying to do is build this platform um, to help uh, folks like yourself and uh, and others get their jobs done faster, especially, you know, as it comes as it ties into NetSuite and uh, the whole technology space, whether it be integration, optimization, whatever else it may be. Um, so anything that we can do to help uh, facilitate that, do let us know. And we're excited to, to share some updates uh, that we have coming up with you and, and get your feedback on that as well. But yeah, uh, you know, definitely appreciate you being on board. Yeah, yeah, glad to be here. Um, what I would say too is, you know, and I think maybe this would resonate with a lot of people um, that might be listening and might be in the their full-time job. And, you know, because I got kids and tons of responsibilities outside of work, financial obligations. 
And, you know, it's fear is a big word, right? Fear mm-hmm. is that big word that it, it holds you up for a long time in terms of, I got to have a steady paycheck and I got all these other responses. How am I going to do it on my own? Um, and, you know, it, it takes some time. It takes courage to, to overcome that. But it t- it's easier when you got a community of people and you have resources that you can rely on. Mm-hmm. And I think that one, that's, I think that's when I found this community, I'm like, whoa, whoa, this is great. Like I, now I have somebody I can talk to when I have these kind of questions and I have ways of finding sources of income. Right. And, you know, it, so it, it was, it was great to, to find this community and um, looking forward to staying in it for definitely a long time. Yeah, we awesome. should have like a one, once a month special, Derek. We have so <laughs> much. We, we have well, so much. I have so much topics. The Derek on the episode. Yeah. Well, we, well, we live close to each other. Yeah, so, because I, I mean, we're both in Northern California. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, was, I think I mean just right now, I have so many topics I would like to cover with you on these talks, and uh, I think yeah, we should definitely think of having. You no, know, we're gonna have you back anyway. It's not like you have a choice. You know, <laughs> so, <laughs> I'll totally come back. Yeah, it'd be my pleasure to come back. Um, but I would, you know, you know, even. Um, I'm just hoping to motivate some other people because I have friends that I used to, they're friends now, people I used to work with and they're like, well, how do you do it? Like, how do you do it? And I, and I'll, but I try, my thing is always try to help them over, get that courage to do it because people might have an interest oh. in doing it. And then I'm always talking about this community, you know, like, well, Hey, you're not it. You're not doing it on your own. You, um, you need to find other people that you team up with. And that's how you do these kind of things. That's how you do anything in life, right? You find other people that are like-minded and then you team up with them. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. Yeah. Um, uh, We're a little over time right now, just a couple of minutes over time. uh, But I mean, Derek, I just want to say, you know, everything that you just said, you know, especially about uh, you enjoying the people part about consulting. I mean, it really resonates with me. Uh, and I'm sure it would definitely resonate with a lot of the community. I mean, listening to stories I hear on ODTV, uh, you know, people like Rena, talk, uh, people like LP, people uh, even like Cassius, you know, they, they very much love that people um, that people aspect to consulting. So I'm pretty sure, mm-hmm. you know, that's definitely something that that's universal with everyone else. And I also want to thank you personally, because, uh, you know, Ahad and Osar like to ask me a single question every podcast. And I was going to make it a segment, uh, you know, ask Angelo a question at the very end. But uh, <laughs> considering we're over time now, uh, they no longer have time to ask me a question. Okay. You guys can ask me uh, outside you know, right. during dinner or something like so that. Two questions but, uh, next time. No, no, yeah. Two, two questions. questions. No, we'll, we'll no. We're going to have Derek on next time and then we're, we're just going to have a great conversation again and then we're never going to get to that segment ever, <laughs> ever. I would love that. But uh, thank you again, Derek. We can Derek, do it late in the day too, like a Friday, you know, we get some <laughs> beers, I don't know, whatever you guys are down for. <laughs> Normally, I mean, I was trying to encourage drinking, but then uh, today we're all in bespoke and uh, I don't think the keg is, is working. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure I haven't checked. Yeah, had a sign on it. And it's, I'm like, what's this all about? Like, you got the beer keg with the sign on it. You can't even get a, a uh, beer Friday afternoon. You know, people want to be more relaxed on Friday. Post-COVID, <laughs> yeah, Post-COVID sure. is a different world now. <laughs> Post-COVID is a different world. Yeah. Hey, at least there's no traffic on the freeway nowadays in post-COVID world. Oh, Everybody's yeah, yeah. at home. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy. Take it away. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, I, I'm just going to end it. Uh, thank you guys again. Hi, we're going to let you go. Uh, oh, sorry, oh. Derek. I'll convene with you uh, right outside <laughs> these phone booths. And uh, yeah, next episode, uh, hopefully next Thursday. Yeah. Sounds, Sounds good, good, guys. All right, thank, thank you so right. much. Thanks, right. guys. Have a good, good weekend. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.